Faith, hope, love remain. But the greatest of these is love. Question is why? Viktor Frankl, a psychologist from the Holocaust from Auschwitz in World War II, he once wrote, love is the only way to grasp another human being in the innermost core of who they are. No one can become fully aware of the very essence of another unless they love them first. Because by your very love, you are enabled to see the essential traits and features in the one that you love. What he's saying is something we all already intuit, that the more you get to know somebody, someone, the, the closer you get, the more you love them, you begin to know them in a much deeper way than anyone else can from the inside out. Love is a knowledge that reveals the deepest truth of another to us. I think this is exemplified very well in a movie probably not a lot of people have seen. It's called The Enchanted Cottage. It's from like 1945. It's about a... Oh yeah, I got a couple head nods. You have to be over 50, we'll say. Oh, the, it was about a man who went to World War II. He was a young, rich, handsome young man. And when he went there, he went through an accident. A bomb exploded in his face. And so he became deformed. Disfigured, at least. And when he came back home, nobody could look at him in the same way. And he was so ashamed of himself that he left and he took refuge in this cottage out in the wilderness. And he just wanted to live alone in despair. Well, at one point, another woman was in the area. Her name was Laura. And she came to be his maidservant. And she was running from the world because she said she was too unbecoming, plain and ugly for any man to marry. You know, at the beginning of their relationship, they only saw each other in their deformities, in their imperfections. But little by little, as they got closer, they began to fall in love. And one day, they decided to get married. And the next morning when they woke up, a great miracle had occurred. They were both beautiful. All the dis disfigurements on the man's face were gone. And the woman, who before was very plain, looked as elegant as a queen. You know, and so they, they, they attributed the miracle to the cottage itself. It was an enchanted cottage. So they invited everybody around the area to come and celebrate with them. They were no longer ashamed of themselves. But to their amazement and devastation, when all the people came, no one saw them as they were now. They still saw them as they were before. One was disfigured, the other ugly. But they couldn't understand it because in one another's eyes, they were as beautiful as ever. And that's when the revelation occurred. They realized that it wasn't the cottage that was enchanted. It was their love for one another. Their love for each other transformed the way that they saw each other. That's why St. Paul says, the greatest of these is love. Because love is the lens through which we interpret everything else in reality. The faith, God, one another, the things in the world. And love enables us to see them in their purest form from the inside out. 
You know, we know this by experience. It's the enchanted vision of love that makes a mother look at her child and love him as if it's the only one on earth. It's that vision of love that makes a husband look at his wife and believe that she's the most beautiful creature the world has ever seen. It's that vision of love that makes a son look at his father and believe that he's Superman. The question is, is it true? You know, or is this just a subjective experience that they're projecting on the other, that obscures reality? Or is it the fact that they're actually seeing one another in the truest form of who they really are, even if no one else recognizes it? You know, maybe that child is the most important child on this earth, and only the mother sees it. Maybe that woman is the most unique beauty to ever walk this world, and only the husband recognizes it. Maybe that father does have that power of Superman, and only the son knows it. Maybe love is the only way to truly see reality in its deepest, purest, truest form. And maybe that's how God looks at us. You know? Perhaps that's why we all in our own way feel so unique, almost as if we're the only one in God's eyes. Maybe God's so enchanted with us that to Him it's as if we were really the only one. And one time Jesus said to a mystic who was in prayer, He appeared to her and He said, if you were the only human being on this earth, I would have endured everything I went through in my passion just to save you and bring you to myself. Maybe God's so enchanted with us that every new life for Him is like the first time, the first creation, the first fall, the first redemption. And I once heard the story of a man who he was being put to death for a very terrible crime that he had committed, and everyone was gathered outside the prison cheering it on. And a cameraman was there, and he saw on the other side of the crowd a woman who was standing alone, crying. And he walked up to her and he said, How can you cry for this man? Do you know what he did? She just looked at him with tears falling down her face and she said, All I know is that he is my son. I think that's how God looks at us. We see the externals. He sees his child. But it's the totally opposite with human beings, right? Because we see everything from the externals. You know, from the outside. It's like the couple in the movie, when they first saw each other, they only saw one another in their imperfections, in their deformities. It was only after they began to fall in love that they became beautiful to one another. It's the same thing when we first meet other people. We get in new situations. We always judge them because we're seeing the imperfections first. And then little by little we get to know them and soon we find ourselves making excuses for the very things that used to annoy us. It's like, you know, my brother does the weirdest things that would drive me nuts from any other stranger in this world. But because he's my brother, I get him a free pass because I love him. That's how we are with everything. The more you love someone, you let, the less you notice their imperfections or the less weight we put on it. You know, Rembrandt, a famous artist, 
You should look it up. He once drew a famous portrait of his mother, and one of his friends came to him and said, you know, you painted her quite beautiful, insinuating that perhaps he took some artistic liberties in exaggerating her beauty. And his response was, every son sees his mother a little more beautiful than everyone else does. Why? Because we love our mamas. And our love for our mothers enchant our vision of them. You know, that's, that's how you overcome simple things like, ra- not simple, but things like racism. You know, it's not by theoretical argumentation on why you need to drop the hatred. You introduce people who are prejudiced against a certain race into that community. So they spend time with them, they meet them, and they meet individuals, and little by little they start to like them. And they say, wow, I guess you weren't really what I thought you were. It's like that with every group identity classification. Whenever another becomes a they, it's so easy to just sit back and see them by the externals and judge them from the outside, whether you're talking about progressive versus orthodox Catholics, or whether you're talking about liberal and conservative politics, whether you're talking about men versus women, or how one community celebrates the liturgy and celebrates their church in it versus another one. As long as we see ourselves as a part of a group separated from another, we're only going to judge them according to the faults that we perceive. And that can only be overcome when we step out of our comfort and go into individuals. Because then we get to know them. We get to see them as they truly are from the inside out. As Viktor Frankl said, love is the only way to grasp another human being in the innermost core of who they are. And that's why so many people miss Jesus Christ on this earth. That's why in today's gospel, they even tried to kill him. They knew about Jesus, but they didn't know him. So they didn't love him. They didn't recognize him when, they were in his, when he was in their midst. And Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, can only be recognized by those who see him with eyes enchanted with love. That's why we as Catholics, we can come into this church for years. Anyone can. And they can just see a piece of bread. They don't see the reality. Because only those who've had their eyes enlightened enchanted by love for Christ, can enter into the mystery. The mystery of the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ made present in our midst. You can't see that unless you love Him first because the love enlightens our eyes. This is why love is the greatest. Because only with eyes enchanted by love can we truly see one another as we are. Only with eyes enchanted with love can we truly see God as He is. And only with eyes enchanted with love can we see through all the scandal and the chaos that plagues our church in these times and see her in the truest, purest form of who she truly is. The one true undefiled 
pure and spotless bride of Christ. May we all be blessed with such a vision of one another, of God, and of our faith.